Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Leading Life Large. I was trying to think of what date it is today. Today is mm, December 20th. I knew we were close to get close to Christmas. So welcome. This is Rob Braun. You've uh, joined Leading Life Large. And this is your Monday morning, your weekly opportunity to hear some good tips, some pointers, some insights on how it is that you can live your life more fully, how it is that you can be leading yourself in every area of your life more successfully. And I've got some of that language down this morning because I've been all about goals and really preparing a show that's going to be very, very meaty and it's going to have a lot of good stuff for you as far as moving forward this week and moving into as we're preparing you to move into next year and and whatever else it is that you're setting to accomplish and, and do for yourself this next year. So I'm glad you joined me, whether it's live I applaud you if it is live. We're early on uh, Pacific Coast time, 6 a.m. If you download later, that's cool. The important thing is that as you're doing this, know that um, as you start it, I want you to make sure you've got pen and paper out. Uh, I want you to take notes. I want you to really create a plan for yourself over this next week to really help you to get very, very clear on what it is you want for this next year. Let me also uh, kind of step back a little bit, and I just I hope that for all of you, your holidays are unfolding in a good way. Um, I hope that you're able to um, you know, approach the holidays in a way that brings you the most peace. And I know that this can be a difficult time of year. It can be a year filled with joy. It can also be a year filled with some some pain and some sorrows over maybe what the year has looked like or maybe some of the struggles you may or may not be having uh, this time of year. I know that we can uh, put a lot of pressure on ourselves about what we're able to do and maybe not able to do this time of year. And the invitation there would be to, as best possible, and I'm saying this in the best way possible, and that is to to really go easy on yourself, lighten up. Um, This is not a time to be putting pressure on yourself. It's actually a time to be really good to yourself and a time to give yourself permission to be exactly where you are, doing exactly what you're doing, and uh, any expectations are false. Any expectations are what other people have laid on you or you've laid on yourself. So um, this is a good, good time of year to be really good to yourself. And if you've been joining the shows in the in the previous weeks, I, I've had you do a lot of reflection. I've had you do a lot of taking a look at all the areas in your life. And it's necessary in order for us to be able to move forward. We've got to know where we're coming from where we may have fallen short, where we may have succeeded. So it's important to look at all of that as we're moving on to the next year, moving on to creating some more powerful goals for this next year. And again, we're, we're just simply using this as a, as a leaping off point. Um, the, the new year is historically a time when we reflect, we, we look at our life in the past, we look at new ways we wanted to move forward, and so let's take advantage of that. We're, we're doing it anyway, so let's really do it. Let's really do it. Um, so with that, 
let's let's just go ahead and start by recapping and and re uh, identifying uh, uh, the 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 content, if you will, of how to how to set up good good successful goals, right? And I'm going to use the SMART criteria. For many of you, this is review and let's review. It's a good important review. So as we're setting as we're as we're fixing to set goals for ourselves, it's important that goals meet certain criteria. All right, so these are your 2011 goals, and, and and again, get some paper out there, and you've got 11 days now for till the end of the year to be able to really take the work we've done in in the in the weeks prior to get clear on who you are, what you want, what you're feeling for yourself, and and let's let's create some big big goals for yourself this next year. Uh, let's have some fun with it. So, uh, smart criteria. Specific. We want to make so S M A R T. We want to make sure our goals are specific. They're concrete. That if I were to share a goal with you, you're absolutely clear on what that goal is. I'm sharing it with you. So if a goal, one of my goals around my physical, uh, physical health, one of those goals is to get my percent body fat to 15 percent. That's a very specific goal. We're real clear on what that is. I'm not just saying I want to lose some body fat. I want to feel good this year. I want to be a little more trim, a little more lean, which is all good stuff. But when I say I'm wanting to get my percent body fat down to 15%, that's what I'm shooting for. We're clear about it. It's specific. And when you hear it, you go, yep, Rob, I get that one. So we want to make sure our goal is absolutely specific. Um, I use an example when I'm delivering workshops. You know, when and I ask a question, I'll ask, how does this goal sound to you? And I'll say something like, for the month of January, what I want to do is I want to go and create a positive work environment within my company with all my personnel so that we're all feeling really good about what we're doing and moving on into next year. Sounds like a nice idea and the the um, um, the what word am I looking for? The mission or the vision of that is all real good, but it lacks specifics. So I want to create a goal then that is actually going to get me what I'm looking for, which is to have a positive work environment, everyone feeling really good about their role in our company and what we're doing for next year. So we want to make sure that that the goal is concrete, specific. Certain actions I'm going to take by certain dates, and we'll get into the time-bound part in a moment. So make them specific. Measurable. That's the M. We've got to have some way of measuring them. They, they, we've, we've got to be able to know that the goals have actually been accomplished. If we have no way of measuring our goals or no way of identifying whether or not we've actually accomplished these goals, we leave ourselves wondering if we've hit the mark or not. And that's what helps with the goals being specific. And by the way, it can be quantitative or qualitative measurements, whatever it is we're seeking. But we've got to be very, very clear on what the accomplishment of the goal is going to look like. Got to be very clear on that. The next part, attainable. We want to make sure that the goals we're setting for ourselves are realistic and are attainable, that we can indeed accomplish them. What we want to be able to do is set ourselves up for success. We want to be able to be able to knock these goals out. Now, it's important that the goals stretch us. It's important that the goals um, challenge us to get help us to get to levels we've not been to before. And they must be accomplishable. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna twist that a little bit in a little while when I talk about setting some unreasonable goals. But keep in mind that when I'm doing that, what we're also doing is we're we're 
we're experimenting a little bit. So from a from a very practical standpoint, I want you to consider having goals in place that are attainable, that you will be able to accomplish so that you can experience some successes, so you can feel the wins, the victories. The next thing is for the R, it must be relevant. The goals that we set in place have got to be in alignment with what we want, in alignment with where we're going. So we've got to make sure we've got to make sure that our goals are 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 in place that are going to get us what we want. Um, and sometimes what can happen is we can get a little off track, and we're setting goals that may not be exactly what it is that we're shooting for. And remember, if we're if we're clear about what we want, we're clear about what. What's going to fuel us? And if you were listening to the show two weeks ago, I talked about how important it is that we know what we want. What what gives us the real juice? What are we really after? Not just the goal itself, but when we take a look at the, the big part of our life, what is it we're after? What is it we want to have our lives feel like and taste like and look like? What do we want? That's the stuff that's going to fuel us. That's what our goals have got to be related to. Our goals have got to be in place. That's going to help us to get what makes us feel most excited, what makes us feel most alive. And then finally, the time-bound component. When I have set goals in the past that did not have a time frame attached to it, what I was doing is really setting myself up for that goal to be sitting out there forever. It's, if, it's, if it's out there and I have no time frame for it, what ends up happening is I'm in this position where I've, I've got nothing to hold me accountable to. And the crazy thing about that is that if, I'm, if I've got nothing to hold me accountable to, there's, there's – here's the thing is I can always be saying it's in progress. I can always be saying, well, I'm still working on it, and yet I'm not really getting close to it. Here's what happens. When I don't put a time frame on it, there is no sense of urgency. And then what happens is, without even saying the words, what I'm really saying is, I'll get this taken care of when time permits. And what I know about my life is time will never permit. I just don't have extra time. And I will put in my time what's important, what's at the forefront, what I what has a sense of urgency. And I won't get these things taken care of. So I have got to have a time limit on there, some kind of time frame, whether it's a goal I'm wanting to accomplish today. So my time limit or my time bound, uh, the way I define it is close a business Monday. Or maybe there's goals I want to accomplish before the end of the week. Uh, because the end of the week this Friday is December 24th. We're shutting down the office that evening. And we're probably not going to be back in business until Monday. So if there's things that must be accomplished before we're going to take a break this week, then I set the time frame for by a certain time on Friday. And I'm very, very specific about the times and the dates. Um, so it could be a goal I'm trying to accomplish today, this week, uh, this month, this next year. So let's make sure that we, we make sure that the goals are time-bound. So as we're, as we're putting our goals together, we, uh, as review, Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Now, as you're getting ready to, to set goals for yourself this year, there's a couple of things I want you to consider. One is it's important that we look at every single aspect of our life. 
every aspect of our life because if I'm working on only my business goals and I'm not taking care of some of my personal goals, I'm going to be in imbalance. And that's what has been one of the killers for me in the past is that I can have some successes in some areas, but if I'm neglecting other areas, what ends up happening is I'm working against myself in all areas. And the reality is I'm setting myself up for failure in, in just about every area. So I have got to have in place goals that address every area of my life. So what I want you to do this next week is to really explore what you want these areas of your life to look like. We talked about this two weeks ago. We talked about what you want to feel, uh, what you want, um, you know, what gives you juice in your relationships, what gives you juice in your, your physical health, your finances, your career, your social time, your vacation. What is it you want? What do you want to feel for yourself this next year and beyond? So it's important that you look at every single area of your life. I can't set goals for my finances unless I'm absolutely clear on what I want them to ultimately be and look like. Uh, let's say that what I want to do is get completely out of debt this year. And when I say completely, we're, we're happy with our mortgage. When, when I say we're happy with our mortgage, we were smart, got into a good mortgage. We're not paying a heck of a lot every year that's, you know, something that, that's certainly not manageable. So we're okay if we uh, um, just go and continue paying a regular amount on our mortgage. We're, we're good with that. But what I really want is to be debt-free in every other area. And, you know, we, my wife and I, we've been kind of doing this balancing between um, – removing debt and making sure to build our savings and and where is that balance in there and where do we want to make sure to get some some of our our creditors down to zero dollars and and willing to have a little less in savings or where do we want to build our savings up a little more so so we're working on that balance so it's important then that i get real clear on what do i want for this next year do i want a do i want absolutely zero for debt outside of our mortgage, and then do I want to have a certain dollar amount in our savings? So I want to get very, very clear on that. Once I'm clear about that, then I can go to start setting goals. I can go to start setting weekly, monthly, quarterly financial goals on what it is that I want to be able to bring in so that I can address exactly what it is that we're trying to accomplish financially, at least that part of our finances. So I've got to get clear on what I want in every area of my life. So let me just run down some of those major areas that you'll want to take notes on and really explore. So I mentioned, I mentioned finances, and this is no particular order, so let's, let's put that one down. What do you want to accomplish for your finances this year? Um, is it about eliminating debt? Is it about making sure you've got enough money set aside to be able to make an investment within your business? Is it that you want to actually have enough money to be able to actually start making some financial investments? Is there something you want to be able to do with your home financially? Is there a certain amount you want to be able to have in your savings? Is there something that you want to be able to do that's going to require you to have certain amounts of money financially this year? And it's going to go. So, and by the way, these are all going to be related. So maybe in when we talk about your family. Maybe part of one of your family goals this year is to be able to have a vacation where you're not just going to, uh, you're not doing what they call a staycation, where you're staying home because it's more affordable and, 
and doing things like that, that maybe what you want to do is you really do want to, you want to take a cruise with your family. Uh, maybe you want to take more than one cruise. You want to take a spring vacation and a, an autumn vacation. Uh, so whatever that is. So as you start to put all this together, then that's going to help you to get more clear on what it is that you want to build accomplish in your finances. So you want to have you want to explore your finances fully, completely. What do you want with that? And you know, the other thing I also want to want to preface so much of this with is one of the things that keeps us from some setting certain goals out there is we put limitations or we we think there's some things that are not possible because I don't have enough clients right now or because the economy looks a certain way or because we're upside down in our home or because and and these are all these are all things that can get into our head that can have us have us shoot a little too low with our goals um we want to make sure that we're not letting some of that chatter get in. And if you've done the work that I've encouraged you to do over these past several weeks, um, you can catch yourself on that. So if one of your financial goals is to have $25,000 in savings and have certain things paid off, but there's another part of you going, well, we can't do that because there's no way I can make that much money to be able to do that. Let that go. Please, please, please do not be putting limitations on what you want to accomplish this year. So put down, put identify what you want around your finances. What do you want? What do you want for your family? What is it you want to accomplish for your family? What is it you want your family and you to evolve into this year? Um, what do you want to do that helps bring you closer together? That maybe helps resolve some conflict. That maybe helps your family pull together and work together. What is it you want to do differently? Maybe you want to have more time with your family. So what you're going to need to do is create some goals around. Uh, maybe your finances or your work that allows you to build a cut back in some areas, but maybe create some incomes that doesn't require you to be putting all your time into it. We've all heard about residual incomes, and maybe what that also is is including others, some partnerships where some other people take on some of the responsibility of putting time into where you're you're delegating and you're diversifying and you're you're um, you're able to create incomes while you're not having to be the one always delivering the product or the service or whatever that is. So so what do you want for yourself and your family this year? I mean, really explore that. What do you want? What do you want for your relationships this year beyond your family, your friendships, the people that you work with, uh, the people that you have um, um the the relationships so far are just are minimal, but you want to increase those. You want to increase the the contact, the communication, whatever that is. What do you want to do with your relationships? How about your business? What is it you want to accomplish for your business? What are your business goals this year that will probably um, involve your family, probably involve your finances, probably involve your health, your physical, emotional, mental, spiritual health? Actually, it is going to. Um, so what do you want for your business? What do you what dollar amounts, what client numbers, uh, how do you want to grow your business, what new products or services, how do you want to grow your website, what products um, do you want to um, create that you can actually make available on your website that's going to help you to make money while you're not working? What is it you want to create for your business? Do you want to create a blog site? Do you want to um, increase your customer base from 500 to 5,000? 
What is it you want to accomplish for your business? Get real clear on what you want for your business. That's going to help you to start breaking down your goals and identifying exactly what it is. But you got to be, you got to have some big picture stuff. Like where do you want to go with this? Um, maybe this is a year you start writing your book. So maybe by the end of the year you want to have a book written because you know this is going to um, help to expose others to what it is that you have to offer. It'll be an opportunity to be able to, um, you know, make some other incomes. So if that's something you need to do, then what you're going to need to do is set goals around. Um, creating writing time for yourself that may involve your family, that may involve finances, that may involve so many other things. So you want to get real clear on what do you want to accomplish for your business this year. Um, and I've mentioned health. What about your personal health, your physical health? What do you want to do with your body this year that you need to be able to do? Because remember, if you don't have your physical health, you're not going to be able to enjoy any of the other successes that you have going on in your life. Or, and it may even inhibit you meeting some of those other goals. So what do you want to be able to do for your physical health this year? I've actually put one of mine out there, and, it's, and there's a lot of other things related to that and other things I want to include in that. But I do want to get my percent body fat down. Now, there's another part of me that goes... Uh, and this is where we'll talk about a little bit later on, and that is um, that it's cool to have goals out there. And it's also cool to get crazy with your goals. So one thing I can have in the back of my mind, or maybe you can just put down on paper, rather than shooting for 15% body fat, I may say, you know what, I'm going for 10%. Now, I don't know with my age and you know slowing metabolism down and all that, I don't know if 10% is realistic or not. It may not be. In fact, I'm committing to that right now. Um, so 10% may not be realistic. That may be too low for, for my body size, my age, all that. I don't know. But what I'm choosing to do right now, and, and I'm saying that because that's, that's something that's so important to me because I know that when my percent body fat is low, and remember we talked about two weeks ago, and that was I'm not going for the percent body fat. I'm going for the benefits that's going to give me. That's what really drives me. That's what will drive me to to go and, and hire a a, um, a fitness coach. That's what will drive me to get my butt out of the morning if it's to go to yoga classes or, or or choose to eat certain things and choose not to eat certain things. It's not that excitement of hitting 10% body fat. It's how I'm going to feel when I lower my percent body fat, knowing that I'm running more lean, I've got more energy um, to do the things that I want to be able to do with my business and my, and my family life and, and all those things. So, so where I'm framing this now is, is it's okay to set some goals that may seem a little crazy, that may seem unreasonable, that may seem unattainable. And there's a maturity in there that, that has to happen, and that is if I don't hit 10%, it's not that I have failed. If I go for it and even get close, that's cool because what I want is my health. So by shooting for 10% and just going for it and seeing if I can, what am I going to lose here? The worst that will happen is I don't get it and I'm healthier for it. The best that will happen is I do get it and I'm healthier for it. The idea is that I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to choose to lift the lid off limit Choose to go for something that may or may not be attainable, but no matter what, I win. No matter what, by going for it, I win. Knowing that I want my personal health and knowing that going for 10% body fat is, is a cool thing to shoot for. Let's see what happens. And I've got some other goals like that that are pretty nutty that, I mean, are really out there. 10% may not be quite as crazy, but I've got a couple others around my business goals and financial goals that are really, really out there.
and I'm going to go for it. And we'll see what happens. All right? So personal health, your physical health. What do you want to be able to do uh, physically? How about your emotional health? And that's obviously tied to relationships. It's also tied to spirituality. It's also tied to, to your emotional well-being. What do you want for yourself for your emotional health? How about your mental health? Are there things you want to be able to do to help keep you sharper mentally? Maybe it's something as simple as um, taking a, a daily regimen of herbs or making sure that on a daily basis you pick certain books up and you read them. Um, even even doing things that are that that challenge the brain, um, sitting and doing a Sudoku puzzle, or um, or um, you know sometimes on the internet they've got these brain teasers or brain games, things you can do to really kind of stimulate you. Maybe that's something that you want to start doing more and exercising your brain to help keep you more focused. Uh, maybe you want to be able to have a, a daily regimen where you get up by a certain time each day and you have some meditation time that kind of gets your brain flowing and, and uh, really gets you connected to yourself so that when you begin your real work day or your business day or whatever it is that you're doing, that you're sharper, you're more alert, you're, you're more into it. Um, and how about your spiritual health, that connection to you and your source, whatever that is? What are your goals for yourself there? What do you want? I haven't really addressed the goals part of it yet, but it's really about what you want. What about for your rest time, your time off, your recreation, your hobbies, your fun stuff, your vacation stuff? What do you want for yourself this year? Do you want to be able to have more fun? And maybe one of the ways you have more fun is to join an adult softball league. Or one of the ways you have more fun is to schedule time each week where you actually go to the beach and, and go for a walk. Um, or if you're, or if you've got a favorite place within your neighborhood, uh, maybe part of your relaxation and fun is to, with your spouse or your children, to go to a park or a pond, and we have a duck pond in our neighborhood, and you go for a walk, and it's just, it's time with your family, it's time with you, and you just enjoy each other's company, and you have no other agenda, and it's just, it's just you guys' time, whatever that is. That's all time for yourself. And by the way, it's important you have time for your family. It's important you have time for your relationships. It's important you have time for your employees. It's also incredibly important you have time for yourself. So what you're going to do is you're going to look at all these areas of your life, every aspect of your life, and sit down and write and go, what do I want? How do I want to feel in these areas? What do I want for myself? And out of that, out of that will come the goals. And remember, just go back to the SMART goal criteria, where if you do that and identify what it is you want for each of these areas and begin to start writing these goals down. Now, here's two things that are so important when you're writing goals down. And they are, well, when you're setting goals, establishing goals, they are, one, write them down. And the second one is tell somebody else. I intend on telling my wife and I intend on telling um, my, my fitness coach. I intend on letting them both know I'm shooting for 10% body fat. And then any other goals I've, I've got. So so I put that out there. I'm saying I, I want your help in, in helping me to reach this. Um, so my wife will probably include certain things. You know, and, and by the way, we eat really well, but there's maybe some of the things I want to do differently. Because one of my other goals is to meet with a nutritionist before January 15th. And I've already got that one down. Um, so I can have a better understanding of maybe there's certain foods that are hurting me right now and I need to make some changes. So I want to be able to, to get some tests and, 
and just find out, you know, how my body's responding to the foods I'm putting in my body. Maybe I need to increase certain types of foods, decrease others. So those that's overall. So as I write these goals down, I write them down because until I write them down, they don't exist. And then when I tell someone else, it adds to levels of accountability, lets others know what I'm doing, and it helps me to, it makes it more real, more concrete, this goal of mine. So as you're exploring every area of your life and you're starting to write these goals down, remember to, to make sure they meet every bit of the SMART criteria. Make sure you've got goals in every single area of your life. And then also be sure to have some of your goals be completely nutty, completely unreasonable, completely far out, completely wow, that would be just awesome or insane or the coolest thing if I could actually hit that. I've got a financial goal for this year that is just really out there, and I'm going to go for it. And who knows if I hit it or not, but I'm going to have a blast going for it. And the worst case is I go for it and fall short and have a good successful year anyway, and what if I do hit it? So we're coming to the end of our time right here. So, gang, please take some time this week as you're kind of gearing down. Don't just quit the year and start start hitting the eggnog and, and the food. Really give yourself some time to reflect. Give yourself some time to think about every single area of your life and to come up with goals in every area so that you can have a year that is going to be phenomenal. So when we tune in next week, I'm going to fine-tune the whole thing, and we're going to launch 2011. So with that, have a great week. Make sure to reflect. Get some quiet time. Get some time to evaluate every area of your life. If you haven't gone and listened to my previous shows, get back and listen to those. Those will help you to prepare and get real ready for what you want to accomplish for this next year. All right, so you've been listening to Leading Life Large. This is Rob Braun. Thank you so much for joining me this morning or whenever you download this. And uh, have a wonderfully reflective week. Um, and have a Merry Christmas, a Merry, Merry Christmas to all you that celebrate that out there, uh, wishing you peace of mind, peace of spirit, peace of heart. All right. Take care. Have a great, great week. Bye-bye now.